welcome, 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 welcome to the episode three of the Three and D podcast. I'm Mark King. I'm Joseph Walter, and we have another great episode. We're going to be continuing the schedule breakdown. Break it down. Break it down. We're going to be continuing the schedule breakdown for the Grizzlies. We have episode two in the books. It uh, is already up. Go if you haven't already listened to that, go back and listen to that first. Then come back and listen to this. You'll have much more understanding of what we're talking about. The first 41 games are over there. What we talked about, uh, we did not mention where, when we left that episode, we did not mention where we left off as what we had them so far in the season. And let's do that real quick. So I had them going the first four, first half of the season, 22 and 19. And you, the man who hates the Grizzlies, but he does a Grizzlies podcast, you know he hates them. We're going seventeen and this seventeen and tw- seventeen and twenty-four. I'm down on the Grizzlies this that season, is, Mark. How many times have I told you? I'm. We've down. only done three podcasts. This is episode three, so we've only done two podcasts, and you've told me a lot. I'm down a on lot. them. I, I, I That's wish fair. I was. I higher. get it. I get it. But I think I'm putting a lot of faith in the Fiz- in the Fizdell. I mean, I'm not much higher on them than you. I've, I've got them at twenty-two wins. I think they had a lot of easy games there. I think the uh, the worst month was December. Um, we had a, we had a lot of losses in there because a lot of a lot of losses on that road trip. And I'm not sure um, it gets any better in the second half of the season. Uh, they have, they they play a lot of hard teams, a lot of difficult teams uh, in the first half of the season. They play the Rockets four times. They play the Warriors several times. Uh, they play the Blazers several times. They play a lot of their tough schedules at the front end of their. Uh, a lot of the tough opponents are at the front end of their schedule. I mean, I have them barely at 500. I mean, so it, I'm not – I'm higher on them than you, but, but not my much. Yeah, it's – um, I just – I'm a Grizz fanatic. I love the Grizz. I, I, you know, I can't get enough Grizz talk. I can't get enough of the Grizzlies. Which but, is why you started a podcast. Which, yeah, yes. And – but – I'm just I'm I'm so down on them right now. I'm so down on the personnel moves we've made. We've got we have two great basketball players, and then we have a Chandler Parsons who we have no idea what we're gonna get from. Do you? If you we mark my words, you do not disparage the name of Chandler Parsons. Okay, first of all, Chandler Parsons is going on a revenge tour. 2017, it's happening, and you'll be at a front row seat to see him just killing people. Do you remember what you told me about the Minnesota Timberwolves in the last episode that we played? You said, I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) And everything, I know that on Instagram, Chandler, you can cap some J's in that wide open gym in L.A. with your – With the weird short, like the shortest shorts? What is the weirdest? The weirdest thing ever. I, I'm I'm all I'm always a little confused by Chandler Parsons, but you know what? He put hot he puts hot girls in the stands. That's for sure. He does do that. He does do that. But he also he's going to be putting buckets in this year. What do you? How many points do you think he averages this season? If he stays healthy the entire season, I think he averages 15 points a game. I and you know what and and coming from someone who like is you're one of your max players, like that's just mediocre. And I'm fully aware that that's like mediocre, but that's where our expectations are for Chandler Parsons now. Are we just want 
12 to 15 points a game. And that's all we want because that is a huge that, – that, that makes up a lot of scoring. So, like, I'm, I'm fully aware he's not going to go out and not going to be our number one scorer. I get that. I mean, I, I, it would be awesome if he is, but he's not. But if he scores 15 points a game, that's useful. I think that, it, that 15 points a game would definitely be useful. I'm, I think 12 points was his high mark of the season last year. Um, and this season, I, I just want to throw this out there. Just I know this is public record, but I want every single person that listens to this podcast to know that this season, Chandler Parsons is making $23 million. $23.1 million. And we're talking about we're hoping that he can score average 15 points a game. I'm aware. Rest my case. I'm aware. I I get it. I totally get it. But we cannot play revisionist history on Chandler Parsons. It doesn't work like that. For the time, in that scenario, when he signed that contract, he was the best small forward available by everybody's account. By everybody, ESPN, T, or, uh, CBS Sports, whatever, whoever you listen to or talk to, he was the best person by all accounts for that position. And so in that situation, yes, given the, given the injury history, given everything that was out there, there was still another team that was going to pay him the money. There was still someone else that was willing to give him Portland. Money. Exactly. There was still someone else willing to give him money. So in that situation, I do, I, I would, I would, they did exactly what they should have done because the Grizzlies, in the market they're in, the only way they attract free agents is usually promising to them more playing time or getting someone from a bench role to a starter role or taking a gamble on someone that has potential injury history. I understand that's not popular. I get it. But that is where the Grizzlies were at. We cannot, we're not going to sit here and play revisionist history on this no. because it, it doesn't work like that. And I know he's making a lot of money. I get it. But, like, so what? I, they, they, he was the best player available in that. So we just don't want them to sign the best player available? Is that where we are at right now? I remember when this was this past list last summer when when we were talking about this and it was it was in the forefront is you know can we sign Chandler Parsons he was the like everybody said the number one free agent number one right. small forward free agent out there and I, I just remember talking to my buddies about it and just being you know everybody was gung-ho and maybe it, it's I just I do not like uh, this podcast is called Three and D. I love me some Three and D players, and That's what and she said. and you know what? Sorry. And what this Grizzly, what the Grizzlies team has needed over the past six years is a Three and D player. And if that's what we thought we were getting with Chandler Parsons, we're dead wrong. Everybody who thought that is dead wrong. And I didn't like the signing when it happened. I don't like the signing today. I think that if we are lucky, lucky, Chandler Parsons averages 10 points this season. 10 points a game. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're – like the, us being hopeful for 10 points, 12 points, 15 points is not crazy because he's making $23 million a game. I get that. But I'm also not going to – given this – all right, if you put me back in that summer again and you say, this is just what you have to work with. These are the complement of people you have to work with. 
uh, who do you choose? You know what? I choose Chandler Parsons again. Who else are we going to choose? Evan Turner? Did you see that dumpster fire he did in Portland? Uh, well, yeah, he's been a dumpster fire everywhere. Um, uh, I mean, come on. Like, it, it just it, I know people want to say that you could have this player, you could have that player, but like at that time, we didn't know what anybody was going to be. I mean, it, if you got Chandler Parsons from the Houston Rockets or the first year, or even that second year of the Dallas Mavericks, the year he was coming into or coming off of into his new contract, if you get him, that changes the entire landscape of the Grizzlies. Like, completely. I'll agree with you. I will agree. If if we could got had the Chandler Parsons that averaged 21 points a game and that, as I recall, dropped seven three-pointers yeah, on I the Grizzlies. I want that Chandler Parsons. If we had that Chandler Parsons... You will literally see tears coming from my eyes. I will be so happy. But I'm telling you, as if I were a member of the Grizzlies front office, I would think of Chandler Parsons almost. I know that he's getting paid $23 million this year. I know he is. I would still think of him as we might get something out of him. We might not. Okay. We've had our Chandler Parsons argument. Um and let's let's move on. We've already I, we before the start of this podcast, we said it's going to be a quick one. We only got forty one games to get to. We've already spent ten minutes talking about Chandler Parsons, and I've done nothing against zero about the schedule. So let's let's move on. We will find out who really wins the Chandler Parsons arguments for the Grizzlies' sake. I hope it's me. I, so, I no, trust me. I hope you're right. I I hope we're right. I hope I'm right too. I hope you're right. I I will. Let's, well, let's hope that Chandler Parsons make makes Joe cry this year. Let's let's hope it. That's let's, what we need. That, All the, right. the goal is for Chandler to make me cry. I'm Fantastic. so happy. I want to see that. So picking up where we left off, uh, January 15th, they're going to be home against the Lakers. There it uh, is, MLK Day. That is the MLK game, 4.30 in the afternoon on TNT. I'm going to give them a W there. I am going to give them a W as well. So I'm going to couple the next to get next two together to try to move along pretty quickly. Hold on, I've got a question to ask first. Go. What's up? Who do you think gets the sportsmanship award um this year at the MLK oh, game? I um the symposium award? Yeah. Is it Kareem? Is it Magic? What I, Laker? I would, I would probably take I would probably bet on Magic to play in the Lakers. He's probably going to be here. Um he has I realistically done a lot for the community. Um, so I, I would put my put money on the mat. I'll put money on Magic Johnson. Uh, I think you're right there. I just uh, just just a little side bet to what what you thought was going to happen there. Uh, moving on, uh, next two home games: uh, Knicks and the Kings. The Kings is the front end of a back to back. I'm going to give them three or uh, uh, two more wins uh, there um, in a row. So that would I, that would actually put me like five wins in a row. I, I think six wins in a row. I'm going to give them two wins right there as well. So I think that's that's five wins in a row for me. Up comes next is the back end of the back the back end of a back to back away against the Pelicans. I'm going to give them a loss there. Um, it is a very uh, short trip, but still going from home to uh, New Orleans. Not a long trip, but I still think they're going to have a problem with the, the Pelicans. Yeah, and you know, I, hopefully we're a little. Hopefully Fizz is. I don't know. I'm hoping that we we sit some players on the back ends. I know that we have 14 games on the back end of the back-to-back, but I'm hoping that at, on some of these that we decide 
that you know to save our players' legs. I know that if we're what I think we are at seventeen and twenty-two, that we're gonna have to win basketball games. Right. But I, I'm hoping that we're, we're not we're the at, dumpster fire that I'm thinking that we're gonna be. But if we're on my side or slightly better, you you could you could deal. We would think they would be able to rest some guys, especially on like you said, some of those scheduled losses. Yeah. Um, next up is going to be a, a four-game homestand. We start with the 70, 76ers on the January the 22nd. I'm going to give them a win there. Um, I, I'm going to give them a win. I think that the 76ers are in that same mold as Minnesota was last yes. year, except we even know less about we, the 76ers. We do know less about the 76ers. Um, they, have, they have pieces. So one little quick tidbit on the 76ers. Um, the Grizzlies have three nationally televised games. How many do you think the 76ers have? I know they have more than the Grizzlies. I think it's like, is it 11? They have 14 wow. nationally televised People games. People are all in on Trust the Process. So what do you think is going to happen? If, what if something happens to Embiid or Simmons or Fultz again? And I think the reality is that Embiid or Simmons or somebody will be hurt again. I mean, they're, they they – haven't shown, or I, I think I think Simmons has had that bad luck, but Embiid hasn't shown he's can he can be healthy. He's played thirty something games in three years. Yeah, Mark. I mean, I, he, for, he has a track record of track record of not being healthy. So what makes me think he's gonna be healthy this year? Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? And that so by the time we get to January twenty second. How many of those players are actually playing? That's that's the real question. That that that's kind of why that is a main reason I'm giving them a W here, and another reason why when I looked at the schedule just to start off, why I was like, holy, fourteen games on nationally, you know, nationally <laughs> televised. I was like, what are they gonna do if seventy sixers are the the fifteen win team because everybody's injured again? Yeah. Uh, moving on, the next home game is the Spurs. Right after the 76 or excuse me, not right after, a couple days after the 76ers. I'm going to give them a loss there. Uh, excuse me, Spurs, Clippers. Let's do this. We'll do this in a three-game in- increment. Spurs, Clippers, Suns, all at home. I'm going loss, loss, loss. Um, I'm actually going to give them a win against the Spurs wow. um, in that first, and then I'm going loss, loss um, for the Clippers, Suns. All right, let's move on. Uh, Pacers, uh, we're going to go. The next up is a four-game road trip. Starting at Indiana, uh, so they'll go from Indiana to Detroit, so they'll play Pacers, Pistons. The games are a couple days apart. I'm going to give them a win in the Indiana. I'm going to give them a win in Detroit. I am actually – I'm Actually, gonna, no, let me – I'm going to give them a loss in Detroit. I forgot who they have on their roster. I'm going to go – They still have Reggie Jackson. <laughs> the Grizz Killer. So I'm gonna give him. A He's always there. injured though, so there's another I, one. There's another one. He may not even show up. <laughs> um, I'm actually in this Pacers game. I've got. I gotta believe we can beat the Pacers. Um, and then uh, against the uh, I'm, and then against the Pistons here. Um, you know I am not a huge fan of them. I, I don't. I don't like the GM coach role. Yeah, I think that's dumb. Um, I'm I'm gonna give them a W here as well. All right, let's move on. That's then. a I, lot of W's so you've far. Given them, you've given them a lot of W's. You you were making your way back into everybody's good graces by not being such a terrible Grizz fan. Um, so let's move on. Uh, Toronto is up next. Toronto and then the Hawks. The Hawks is a front end of a back to back. They're both away games. I'm going to give them a loss on the Raptors and a win in the Hawks game. 
Uh, I'm going to do the exact same. I've said it. I said it in the previous podcast. They're, they're going all the way from Toronto to Atlanta. I said it in the previous podcast that I think Atlanta is going to be the worst team in the league. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to go that same uh, loss, Toronto, and I've got to hope we can beat yeah, the Hawks. I, it would not surprise me if they lost to the Hawks. That Just side note, that Raptors game is an 11 a.m. game. It's a Sunday. It's a weird. That is a weird time. Uh, yeah, that that is strange. Well, because it's it's in Toronto, Eastern time. Um, yeah, that's that, that is a. I, I think I may have gotten that time wrong. That sounds way wrong. Um, I'll look that up. And make sure that's not wrong. Uh, but anyway, that that would not surprise me if they go and lose to the Hawks because they're going from Toronto, um, and to to Atlanta. No, nope, that is an eleven a.m. game. That is true. Okay, I didn't get that wrong. So that that is an eleven a.m. game. It's a very weird start time. Uh, then from a Hawks, they go back home to the Jazz. That is the back second night of a back-to-back. Um, I'm going to give them a loss there. They, I just don't. Um, I don't think they're going to uh, be able to stick with the Jazz now. If Chandler Parsons is making you cry, that's a different story. But I uh, still, we're we're going to base on the assumption that we don't have Chandler Parsons, or if we do, we have very little from him. That's uh, what honestly that these are my assumptions on these. This win loss is based on. What we know about Chandler Parsons now, which is we hope to have, if anything, very little from. Like we said, 12 points a game. And that's what this is based on. Now, if he is the 21 points a game, all this kind of goes out the window. Uh, agreed. If he is the if he's the Chandler Parsons that drops seven threes on us. All this what we've done is just kind of irrelevant. But and, but. I, and and like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, gotta hope you're right. Yeah, gotta hope you're right. But I, I you know, like you said, we, we'll we'll believe when we see it. So let, let's move on. I'm gonna um, I'm actually gonna give them a W there against the Jazz. I'm not um, I'm not really sold on what the Jazz are doing right now. Um, of, of course, it sucks that they lose um, Gordon Hayward. I mean that. Yeah, that that's a tough spot for. It is a very tough. That's spot. such a like. Imagine if we drafted Gordon Hayward and it took him six years to become the all star that he is, and then he just leaves you. Yeah. So that that's a tough spot. I'm gonna give us a W uh, against the Jazz right there that night. Up comes next. We uh we Jazz were at home. We go away to Oklahoma City. This is the third of the. Away home games, which I think that I feel like that's more norm, more than normal. I, I do too. I feel like we always have one to two per year. It's gonna be the third one. We go away home or uh, the back to or away home. We play the second. Excuse me. Let me say, rephrase that. This is the third time we play the same team two times in a row. Yeah. Mercy, not, not necessarily back. Both to back. have been first game on the road. Second game. This is the third time that away the first home. game has been right. away and the second game has been home. So uh, Oklahoma City uh, way home. The away game, I'm going to give them a loss. I'll give them a win at home. Uh, I am going to give them um, – I'm going to do the same, the loss-win, uh, split those two games. Uh, up next is, is something we've already talked about. Uh, Cavs at home, front end of a back-to-back. This, Like you said, though, this is the – this is the second night of a back-to-back for the Cavs. That's correct. This this is so the second night. So I'm actually going to give them a win here because I don't think LeBron plays or Kevin Love plays. This is the second night of a back-to-back. I went and looked at the Cavs schedule. This is the second night of a back-to-back for the Cavs. It's a, just a one-off road trip, so they're not going to be on the road for four or five days. 
Um, this is just a, a, a one-off. So I do. I'm with you. I don't think LeBron plays. I don't even think LeBron travels once again. Right. I think. I think uh, last time last year he didn't even travel. Kevin and Kyrie and, and, and LeBron didn't even leave. Right. So, yeah. I'm so, I you. think they'll do the same thing. Um, Mark and I discussed this a little <laughs> bit earlier. Um, to all the people, I, I understand why, you know, kids and things like that, you know, kids and, and people who want to see LeBron in person in Memphis, I understand why you're upset that LeBron isn't coming to Memphis and didn't come last year. I don't think he's going to come again. But I'm all for it. Uh, if every NBA team doesn't want to send their best player to at to the FedEx Forum to play, I'm all in, and uh, let, let's do it. Let's if do the it. Celtics want to leave Isaiah Thomas at home, please <laughs> yes, do. Absolutely. Right. Um, after the Cavs come home, we the second out of a back-to-back is an away game for the Grizzlies. It's in Miami versus the Heat. Uh, still getting the W here. I've get. I think this would be the second time they play the Heat. I have a, gave them a W earlier this year. I'm gonna give them a W here. They go from a Miami to Boston. Boston is a away game as well. A couple nights after Miami game, I give them a loss here. Um, I'm going um, the second night of a back to back in Miami. I'm gonna give them a loss, and then then traveling to play the Celtics two days later. I'm gonna give them a loss again. And after that, they come back home and play the Suns. This would be February the 28th. I'm going to give them a win here. Um, Suns home the 28th. Um, I am uh, I'm going to give them a loss here. Um, I think I've had us beaten the Suns actually twice so far. So I'm going to I'm going to throw us a loss against the Suns right here. I think the Suns are going to be uh, much improved. Still very young, but uh, improved from last season. I'm with you. I have them. This will be uh, two and one against the Suns. Okay. So for me as well. So I think we're probably right on right on the same path there. After that, we're going to go uh, play the Nuggets at home. This is the front end of a back to back for the Grizzlies. I'm going to give them a W here. And the back, the second night of the back to back is the Magic in or- in Orlando, which I'll give a loss because. I'm just throwing it in there because there's going to be a Grizzlies loss that bewilders the, the shit out of everybody, and no one knows. Why. <laughs> and that's kind of one of like those are scheduled in there because like we're like how what I, I don't that yeah we lost yeah um, <laughs> those are the reactions that I go through when I'm watching a game we're, uh, we're not, what we're supposed to win by a large margin. Um, so for front end of the back to back against the Nuggets um, at home. Uh, uh, I've had us right now. I'm pretty sure zero and two against the Nuggets. So I'm going to give us a win here. Applying um, the odds. Applying the odds there. Um, and then the Magic on the second night of a back-to-back away. Just like Mark said, this is going to be one of those games where I'm going to guess that we're going to go up by 17 points early second quarter. And then by middle of the fourth quarter, we're going to be down right. 12 They're going to stop playing because they're going to get this. Yep. And, this like Marcus Gasol is going to be like, you know what? I'm done here. And we're going we're gonna to. Or, or Mike, Mark's going to have 23 points in the first half and then literally not shoot the ball a single time in the second half. Or more, more likely like Alfred Payton or Evan Fournier will probably go off for some crazy number of points. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on. The second uh, and third game of the uh, the uh, road trip there. So it'll be Orlando in the first game of the road trip, and the second and third is the San Antonio Spurs. And then the Chicago Bulls, I'm going to go ahead and give them a loss um, in the San Antonio game and then a win against the 
dumpster fire. That is the uh, Chicago Bulls. Uh, I'm going. I'm going loss on the Spurs. Um, I am going. I'm gonna have to go win um, as well for the Bulls. I was just reading a, a an article a few moments ago about um, D Wade being bought out by the Bulls. That's smart for Dwayne Wade because that that place is a train wreck. Where where um where do you think D Wade lands? Memphis. <laughs> Man, how awesome would that? Be? That would be he, awesome. He would be legitimately awesome in this system. You know, he he has he does he, have he has a relationship has, with Fizdale. He does have a relationship with Fizdale. It'll never happen. Don't get too excited, people. So let's move on <laughs> to the next is going to be a home game. This is also front end of back to back. It's home against Utah. I am going to give them a win here. I think I gave them a loss in the last Utah game. I'm going to give them a win here. Um, I gave them a win in the last Utah game, and I'm giving them a loss um, on this. Utah. So we're playing the percentages. I mean, those are probably, you know, if one of those flip-flop, I mean, we're still kind of right on track there. Uh, the back end, a second night of the back-to-back is the Dallas Mavericks. It is in Dallas on, that is March the 10th. Uh, I am going to give them a win there as well. Um, I think that the uh, rookie of the year, Dennis Smith, is going to absolutely give it to us again. Um, so I'm going with loss. I'm I'm real high on Dennis Smith. I think that he is going to be a great penetrator um, in the NBA, and that is what has absolutely murdered the Grizzlies for the as long as I can remember. That would not surprise me in the least bit at all. Uh, next is a three-game homestand. It is the Bucks, the Bulls, and then Denver. Uh, it is March 12th, 15th, and 17th, so not a whole lot of days in between, but not, they're not back-to-backs either. Uh, for me, I'm going to go loss to the Bucks, win to the Bulls, and uh, win against the Denver Nuggets. I am going to go uh, loss against the Bucks. Um, that would make, uh, for me, 0-2 for the Bucks this season, yep, which was the me. same as last season. Uh, we were 0-2 against the Bucks. Um, the Bulls, I am... I'm going to have to give us a win right there. Um, and then for uh, home against the Nuggets, um, I, I, I like the Nuggets. They have a lot of young pieces. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to give us a loss right here. Yeah, I just changed mine to a loss, too. As soon as you started talking, I was like, ah, crap. I forgot about Jokic. Uh, never mind. <laughs> um, uh, up next is a three-game road trip uh, against a very relatively easy schedule. It's on the East Coast. Uh, it's Nets, 76ers, and then Charlotte. Uh, the 76ers and the Char- uh, Charlotte game is a back-to-back. So the 76ers would be the front end. Charlotte would be the back end. Um, and then there's only a ga- or two days in between the Nets and 76ers. I'm going to go uh, loss against the Nets because that's another one of those games that will be the weirdest thing ever. And then I'm going to go uh, win against 76ers and loss against Hornets. Um, for Nets. I, I feel like I know people are gonna give me shit about uh, giving up on a loss against the Nets, but seriously, like they lost to the Nets last year. They did. So don't I watched call, it. I watched it too, and With was furious. Um, I'm sure you could probably dig up some furious tweets from me. <laughs> I promise about losing to the Nets. So I don't care. Um. So yeah, once uh, I I was I, I have a loss penciled in for him against the Nets as well. Uh, D'Angelo Russell probably tear us up. Um, 
I've got um, against the 76ers, I am going uh, – I'm going to go with a loss um, there as well. I'm going to – this is – this is going to be that time of the year, I think, where all Grizzlies fans are, are infuriated, and we're going to drop, we're going to drop some bad. There, we've got some really be winnable. Some bad we've got some really winnable games right here. Right. And uh, I, I, I'm going to go uh, this the, with a loss again against the Hornets. So I'm actually four losses in a row right now. Well, it doesn't get much better after that. We're going to go. All the way to L.A. to play the Lakers. I have them uh, beating the Lakers a couple times already this year. This will be loss for me in this category. I just feel like they're not going to win every game against the Lakers. And that goes saying their closing schedule is pretty, from you know from afar, it looks pretty easy. But like you said, they're, they're not going to win them all. I don't think that's going to happen. So there are going to be some weird losses at the end of the year that we all kind of look up and go, what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Why are we losing to... Uh, well, we'd lose to the Lakers, but it happened already last year. Do we remember that? I I, I yeah. do. See, we just had this conversation. <laughs> I do. Um, um, so what do what, what do you have against the Lakers? Um, Lakers, that is a home game. I'm gonna give us a W there. You're right. That is a home game. I said we went. We I said we go to L.A. Sorry, that is a, that is a home game. Um, I'm still gonna keep the loss there because uh, given the whim at the Lakers early, all that will probably even out during the season. And then we go on the road after that to Minnesota. This is going to be a loss for me here as well. I've given them two wins against Minnesota, and I feel like it's probably going to work itself out when we get a loss against them. Well, um, I can tell you that I know that you don't have um, two losses already penciled in because we only played the Timberwolves three times this year. Um, one home game against the Timberwolves, which uh, so we only have three games uh, against the Warriors and only three games against the Timberwolves, which that's pretty good. I'm I'm down. I'm okay. With I'm that. okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Um, so um, for T Wolves, we're away right there. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna give us a win in this game. Wow. I don't know why. Can I feel it in your bones? I just have no idea why, but I'm giving us a win in this game. So after Minnesota, we come home to uh, play the Blazers. That's uh, March the 28th. Um, I don't know. I think I can't. Let me look and see, see what I've done before. I think in this, I think I'm still going to give them a win here, and I, even though we may have done something different. I'm still going to give them a win here. What about you? Um, Blazers at home. I. Uh, they don't defend at all, but they do they, but but we've kind of we've kind of talked real basic about this before, Mark. We don't have a lot of guys who their forte is sticking the basketball through the rim and yeah, the circle thing. Yeah, yeah. and. So it's a tough look. I I'm, I don't think we can score with them. I, where I don't think they defend. Um, I'm I'm struggling to see how the Grizzlies are going to be a strong defensive team again. So I, I'm giving us a loss here. I don't think we can. I don't think we can keep up with the points. Yeah, I, I've seen. I've, we've seen this work in the past where the Grizzlies can't score the team either, but they slow them way down. And until Marcus All shows to me that he's not still an awesome defensive player, I'm gonna. I'm I gonna, guess three years ago he was first team all defense. So it's, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Tony Allen really wasn't. The Tony last year, Tony Allen really wasn't the Tony Allen that he has been. You know, it's, no. it, so 
he hasn't really he didn't really factor into the equation either. So I'm gonna I'm more inclined to uh, err on the side of caution when it comes to defense. And was well, even um, Marcus Hall was even defensive player of the year. Yeah. A few years ago, I mean. So let's move on. Uh, we're gonna have a three-game uh, road trip, a short road trip. Uh, the first game is March 30th against Utah, and then the Blazers, and then the Pelicans. So, uh, for me, Utah, I'm still gonna give them a W there. I'm gonna give them a loss to the Blazers, and I'm gonna give them a loss to the Pelicans. I think that will put me two and two against the Pelicans all year. Um, I've got a um, a loss um, at Utah. We we typically are miserable in Utah, uh, yes. to say the least. Um, for the Blazers, um, uh, again, away. It, I think I've got us losing to the Blazers three times, so I'm going to give them a win here. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be difficult to score with them. I really like the Nurkic um, addition at the end of last year. Um, definitely helped bolster that. You know that back end of that defense. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I I'm I'm an Alfaruka Minu fan. I think he's a pretty solid uh, four stretch four in the league. I think um, you know I think they've got some really good pieces there. I like I we kind of talked about it earlier. I don't love that that backcourt, but uh, they're they don't defend at all. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give us a win there. And uh, the Pelicans? Uh, the Pelicans away, 4-4. I'm pretty sure I've got us 1-2 uh, and two against the Pelicans right now. I'm going to give us another win on the Pelicans. And our last four games of the year, we'll go ahead and do this all at once since it's just the last four games. Uh, we have a two-game homestand with the Kings and the Pistons. That will be April the 6th and the 8th. The Pistons is the front end of a back-to-back. And then the last two games are two away games. Timberwolves and the Thunder. The Timberwolves is a second night of the back-to-back. Uh, for myself, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go win against the Kings, uh, win against the Pistons, and then uh, loss and loss to ra- uh, round out the uh, round out the schedule. Now, I, I again the Timberwolves they kind of scare me, but that back that second night of the back-to-back, that's going to go and put in on a loss for them, and it's no away on their home floor. Um, I think, um, let's see, we've got at home against the Kings. That's going to be Zebo's second time back. Um, I think that I'm going to give us a, I'm going to give us a W against the Kings at home. Um, Pistons um, at home, front end of a back-to-back. I think this is, I think this is going to be, you know, hopefully we're really we're fighting for seed, fighting for playoff position, and I think this is going to be one of those just games that just really just pisses you off as a Grizzlies fan, and we're gonna blow that game, blow that blow that front end of the back to back, and then on the back end against the Timberwolves away, that's a game we're gonna that. We're going to have like an inbound point three seconds <laughs> win um, uh, and and somehow still, you know, like we go from this horrible, you know, night on the eighth to this crazy awesome night on the ninth. I like your logic. I mean, just as much as we have those ridiculous losses that we can't explain, we also have those wins that we're like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, lot. last year we had the Vince Carter to Mike Conley play we right the, under the like ball. The Marcus Gasol Clipper. Uh, Marcus. I mean, that was a while there. Marcus was in like every game winner um, known to man, and there were three pointers. So you know, just as much as we had those losses, there will be those wins too. All right, Thunder here um, away, last game of the season. Um, Russell Westbrook is gonna have to get his like, you know. 17 assists to get his triple double for the year so i'm gonna give us a win here because i think he's gonna do a little too much to keep that triple double average for two straight seasons um so i'm gonna give us a win here to to end the end the season on a strong note um uh, uh according to me we're not gonna make the playoffs um from my win-loss record going through um i don't think that the number of wins I have them at is enough to make the playoffs in the Western Conference. Um, but what do you think, Mark? So you have them at 38 and 44, uh, which is which is not far off uh, based off what, you know, kind of Vegas odds have put the Grizzlies at and other uh, projection people that, that do this for a real living other than just uh, sit in their living room and podcast like we do. So it's not far off. And uh, I have them at 42 and 40 right around 500. I still don't think that what I had them at is enough to make the playoffs either. I don't if it either. is, it will be very sneakily into the eighth seed and and not by much. It will be it will be, you know, those last stretch of the uh, of the the last stretch of the season will you know, if we're sit where we both think we are, that last stretch of the season really will be for a playoff position. Playing those type of teams, you know, the Blazers and the uh, possibly the Timberwolves and the Pelicans and the Kings, like those people you're going to be fighting for for for, for positioning, and so um, I don't think either one of those enough for a Western Conference playoff spot in in terms of what we've seen in the past few years. It's been in the high 40s, low 50s, um, just to get into the Western Conference playoffs. So I mean, I mean, you know, I I know like we're this this, this is not good. I didn't I expected myself to have more wins when I got down at the bottom of the, our little Excel sheet. But I do not. I only have them at forty-two. Um, uh, so I don't. I don't know what to think of that. So it's not. I, neither one of us are too much more above than what most people have them projected at. Yeah, I um, I'm actually a little surprised. Um, if you would have just asked me to come up with a number off the top of my head without having gone through the schedule game by game, I think I would have said for the Grizzlies anywhere between. 32 and 35 wins so what i actually projected here is even a little bit better than that i I, i'm not super surprised what i what i ended up with after we went through this um had had you asked me the same question i would have been anywhere from 40 to 45 and i landed at 42 so i'm not really i'm not really that surprised i think that's kind of where i thought they would be um i put in some losses there and some wins there obviously that would probably not be Usual, but we all know the unusual usually happens for the Grizzlies. They play so many close games throughout so the many. year, like so many close games. You have those like weird losses and weird wins, and so. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I don't. This is this is concerning for the fact that we're we're coming up with barely forty wins. Um, you a little less than me, but uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's a down. It's a down in the conference, and, and forty two wins or you know 42, 43 wins get you in. I think that you're. I think that at forty two and forty, that that's gonna be fighting for the eight seed for sure. I yeah. think it's gonna. I mean, think of the Western Conference is going to be 
super strong well, once again. Absolutely. And you, you have this what Spurs, the Warriors, the Rockets are those are, those are your top tier. Well, you have your Warriors and then that that's your top tier. And then your Spurs and Rockets and that's it. Right. Right? And then after that, you have what? Thunder. Yeah, you've got Thunder, you've got Portland, you've got Denver, who I think is going to take a step. going to get up in there? I think that Denver is going to take a step up this year. I think that Utah is going to take a step down. And then Minnesota is going to get up in there, too. Minnesota is going to get up in there. So you're going to have a lot of teams that you didn't have in the previous years or maybe even last year kind of get up in there and be fighting for a playoff spot. And then some teams, like you said, the Jazz may, may regress and uh, – Hopefully this is not the year that the Grizzly streak of playoff appearances uh, gets broken. Right. I think the I'm I'm very uh, I'm very curious um, to see how the Clippers do this year. Can Blake Griffin stay healthy? That's going to be the yep. biggest thing for them. I'm sure you know they've got a lot they've of got a Point Blake. Yeah, they got it. Well, they got a great player in Pat Beverly. Uh, I love Pat so. Beverly. I'm I'm a huge Pat Beverly guy. I, I I would love to have him as a Grizzly. Um, he would work well as a Grizzly. Um, any last any last notes before we get out of here? Um, I think that's about all. Um, just kind of the notes off the top of my head that I made. Um, just you know, there 14. There's a max 14 back to backs. Grizzlies, of course, play 14 back to backs. Um, uh, we have the three um, nationally televised, nationally broadcasted games. Um, we have seven if you include NBA TV. Um, just a little side note. Uh, how many uh, nationally televised games do you think the Warriors have this year, not including NBA TV? Not including NBA TV, the Warriors probably have 30. 31. Yeah. Uh, including NBA TV, I believe they have 42. I mean, make you know, like, but they have the benefit of the doubt of being on the West Coast. Yeah. So a lot of their games, they have to have a like a second team in the double header on TNT nights. Like they have to have a team there. So it's either like Portland or the Warriors or the, the Lakers. Kings or Lakers. Like they they just all out. Like there's not that many teams in the West Coast. So yep. granted, all they also the best team in basketball. So that also helps. But you know they are they, good at basketball. They are very good at they got yep. they got a couple guys that are okay. Um, and then there are three teams with zero nationally televised games. There are three teams with zero. Zero. Uh, let me see if I can guess these teams. Okay, uh, are the Nets one? The Nets are one. Okay, the Nets. It's not the Knicks. I know the Knicks have a few. And who else would be really crappy enough that I have Heat, the Miami Heat? No. No. Are you ready for some hints? No, or hold on. What what conferences are we in? Um uh, both are Eastern Con all three are Eastern <laughs> Conference. <laughs> so all right, so the Nets are one. Uh who else would be let's see next now? I've I mentioned The Hornets. Uh no. I mentioned several times in this podcast that I think they're gonna be the worst team in the league. Oh, you said that a lot about a lot of teams. <laughs> no, fair. I said it once. I said it a couple times about one team. Um, who else needs the Pistons? Probably have the Seventy Sixers. Do they the, have? They have thirteen nationally. Oh, televised. we talked Four, about that. Yeah, That's right. Fourteen nationally that. televised games. Um, who else would it be? Who else would it be? It's not the Heat. It's, it's not, not the, the Heat. It's, it's not the not Knicks. Not is the it's not definitely not the Cavs. It's definitely not the Cavs. 
Um, the magic. The magic. That is that is two of the three. What's the third? The Hawks. Oh yeah, I might have to go with the Hawks. I mentioned. I believe I said it twice. Yeah, they're, you did. They're the worst. I think they're going to be the worst team in the NBA yeah, this year. Much I pay um, uh, I know that I am super super excited about the um, start of the season, and I'm really excited about to see. Um, exactly what the Grizzlies roster is going to look like um, as we make our way towards that. Um, so we'll for sure keep y'all updated on anything that happens Grizzlies roster-wise and anything, um, you know, anything that comes up uh, between then and now. Um, yeah, so make sure you go follow the Twitter account at 3ndpod. You can find myself at king underscore producer. You can follow me as well at jrwalter4. Make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you download. You don't have to listen. Just download. We do not care if you listen. But I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. We'll see you next time. See you next week. <laughs>